Welcome back, fanatics. This is the extraordinary, extraordinary sports podcast. This is your host, D Chess, one of the best, and we're here to discuss the 2021 NBA playoffs. Yes, it's that time again. We're gonna discuss the playing games. We're gonna preview the Knicks versus the Hawks and the Nets versus whoever. When we come back, Fanatics, we'll start the show. Welcome back, Fanatics. And this is your NBA playoff preview. I want to first start off by talking about how good the Western Conference playing games were. I mean, that Warriors and Lakers game was must-see TV. The NBA won a lottery with that one. How lucky are you to have your two star players, LeBron James, Stephen Curry, go at it in a playing game that has been scrutinized by players in your league, NBA critics, they go head-to-head -head in the game that's been heavily scrutinized, and they make it every bit of must-see TV. It was a back-and-forth game. Um, the superstar showed out. LeBron James had a triple-double. Stephen Curry was amazing as usual. It went down to the wire. LeBron James hitting a, 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 a three from Deep Space Nine. And sealing the deal. Also got fouled by Jamon Green and claimed to see three rims. I mean, I, I don't know about all that. But listen, he drilled the shot. Big time shot. In a big time game that had NBA Finals feelings. And the Lakers came up big. It was a big win for the NBA. Because... This was scrutinized so bad, but the playing games on the Western Conference side were so enjoyable. By the time it was over, by the time yesterday, the last game between the Grizzlies and Warriors was done, people were like, oh wow, why don't we think about this earlier? This is great, we want more of this, it should stay. Before, it, before those games were played, it was like, oh, come on. You're cheating the guys who earned the eighth seed. You're cheating those guys that earned the seventh seed. Well, we wouldn't have to have a playing game if dudes just played. Dudes didn't take time off. Dudes didn't just be like, all right, I don't have to play. I don't have to show up for the fans. But I don't want to go too deep into that. That'll be for another episode. But playing games were awesome, great. The Lakers edged out the Warriors again in a, in a game that went down to the wire. It, it was everything NBA fans could wish for. The Grizzlies edged out the Spurs. That was a solid game too. Now, like every NBA fan thought, all right, Grizzlies beat the Spurs. The Warriors are going to beat the Grizzlies. It's only right. 
What's the NBA? The NBA's got to have Stephen Curry in the playoffs. Oh boy, were we wrong. The Warriors, I feel, were drained from that Lakers game. I won't say it was a lackluster performance. I would just say it was more of a drained performance. More of a we put all in, all our eggs in one basket, but forgot we gotta finish the task. It also looked like they also felt came and coming to the game that yo we got this. The Lakers were our biggest challenge. You know we, we've been down the road with the Grizzlies. Uh, we could beat them. Boy, oh boy. John Morant and those boys came out and they play hard. Simply put, they play hard and executed. Hit big shots, play defense. You had dudes diving on the floor. Great challenging them playing great defense on the perimeter. They showed up to play. They came with a chip on their shoulders. The grindhouse in Memphis, yep. They grinded out that win. The Warriors didn't know what hit them. That train kept rolling, kept rolling. The Warriors getting punched in the face. Caught a few standing eight counts. Tried to fight back, but never got back in the groove to win the game. A surprising upset. The Memphis Griff Grizzlies coming in as a ninth seed. Coming in as a ninth seed in the NBA playing game. Edged out the Golden State Warriors to be the eighth seed to go and play the Utah Jazz. Um, like I said before, if you had a complaint about how the playing games on the Western Conference went, man, you're not an NBA fan. You're not an NBA fan. It did us justice. It got our pulses going for the NBA playoffs. We're ready to see more basketball. Those games were intense. Those guys went and played hard. That one game elimination felt like the NBA Finals. And like I said, every year you're not going to see Stephen Curry and LeBron James in a playing game, one game elimination for it all. But they did not disappoint. That game was great, terrific. Um, what other synonyms you have for it? The NBA hit the lottery, and to be honest, I think the playing game is here to stay. Now, the Eastern Conference playing games, uh, uh, uh. Charlotte looked like they didn't even know they were in the play playoffs. I mean. I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, I don't even know I don't even know what kind of let's just say I don't even want to talk about that game because it was a blowout so it looked like they, they, they already packed their bags like they knew the game was over like they didn't want to play and Charlotte's a team you expect to come out like the Memphis Grizzlies you got a chip on you so you have a chance to be in prime time you scream on some mellow ball, that's low there. He didn't show up. Nobody showed up for the Charlotte Hornets. I don't, I don't want to hear it. Like, 
I, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Um, the Boston-Washington game was interesting because Bradley Bill was banged up. Didn't play his best, but Jason Tatum said, my team is not going to lose. Almost Kobe Bryant-esque. Give me the ball, man. I'm going to win this game first. I'm going to win this game first. We lock it in the playoffs. We lock it in that seventh seed. Nah, we're not playing two games. Mm-mm. It was all Jason Tatum. The Wizards had no answers. He dropped 50. He was every bit of dangerous. He was every bit the superstar that he's becoming. And he put the Celtics in the seventh seed. Now Washington comes back after that loss. And they play the Pacers. Now, honest opinion, I thought the Pacers were going to win. You know, but I think Sabonis and them got had an easy route because Charlotte didn't show up like they were in the playoff game. They showed up like they didn't have a game at all. And they ran into a Russell Westbrook and a Bradley Bill that won revenge. They need to be in the playoffs. That's what they need. We're not losing you, Pacers. Westbrook showed his great as usual. Dominate the game. By the Wizards. Like I said, the Eastern Conference games were mm, kind of a kind last lackluster. And the Western Conference playing games showed you and inspired fans to want more playing games. To want more of it next year and the year after that. And hopefully these teams will see that Western Conference playing game and be like, oh, listen. If you do come in the 10th seed and the 9th seed, we have a chance to be in the big show. The final eight. It's not over. Um, like I said, the playing games were enjoyable this year. I loved it. You know, reading the reaction of fans online, the reaction of players on Twitter. The playing games are here to stay. So, fanatics, get used to it. When I come back, all the seeds are locked in. We're going to discuss the Eastern Conference and Western Conference playoffs. Now, like I said, Washington, um, um, this is Embiid, you know, and he's coming off a, an MVP caliber season I, I got him right behind the Jokic but the way that team played the way Doc Ritter have has that team playing Washington I, I think they sweep Washington maybe no nah, I think I think they sweep them I think it's going to be easy four games for Philadelphia Doc Ritter's have these boys prepared Ben Simmons' defense is at an all-time high. His play is at an all-time high. Um, for all those guys that say he can't shoot, man, that guy's elite. Don't ever, just because he couldn't shoot, he's elite defensively. His passing is elite. 
Athleticism is elite. When he's on the break, he's elite. The only weakness is his shooting, man. And I really think in this playoffs, he's really going to show who he is. And like I said, the Wizards have, I feel like the Wizards has no shot. The Wizards, mm, I'm trying to think and give the Wizards some wiggle room, give them one game. I don't see it. I don't, I don't see it at all. You know, you got two players and Russ and Bill and, 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 and Bill's not even fully healthy. I guess the number one team in the East. Like I said, you got an MVP guy playing at an MVP level. You got Ben Simmons playing at an elite level. It's going to be too much sixes. And I mean, there's no love loss between the two teams, you know. Russ and B go at it all the time. So it's going to be an entertaining game. I think they're going to be competitive. But like I said, I think the sixes will be too much. Now. The New York Knicks has New York City in an uproar, an uproar and, and excitement. The Knicks are relevant. Knicks fans are happy. All Knicks haters are yapping and chatting. The talk of the town is the New York Knicks. And we go into the playoff seed playing the Atlanta Hawks. Now, with two games left in the season, Julius Randle said the Hawks will be a better competitor in the playoffs, a better matchup than the Milwaukee Bucks. And we won the last two games, two important games, and we got the fourth seed, and we're matching up with the team we wanted to match up against. Now, listen. This is probably one of the best Hawks team I've seen since 2015. When the Hawks had Al Holford, Paul Millsap, Jeff Teague, they had Kyle Crover. They all made the All-Star team. They won 60 games that year. That team was an amazing team. But this is probably the best Hawks team I've seen since then. Listen. They won 41 games. Kate Capella, Collins, Nguangu, those guys, those bigs for the Hawks are athletic, young, hungry, and they go on ball. They go on ball. Defensively, they hold down the paint. Trey Young, listen, he averaged 25 and 9 this year. Those are his best numbers he ever had. Understand that Ken Capella, the big man that the Houston Rockets gave up, I don't know why they gave him up, but 
He averaged 17 and 17 against the Knicks. He dominated Nerlens Noel. But on the flip side, remember, we did win the season series. And against the Hawks, Julius Randle destroyed them. Man, listen, he averaged 37 points per game, 12 rebounds, 6 assists against them. Man, he shot 58% from the field. Listen, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure R.J. Barrett, Alec Burks, and Derrick Rose, they're going to step up too. It's playoff time. One of them three going to have to give another 20 points per game. And I'm expecting R.J. Barrett to have a come out party. Now, the interesting thing is, Trey Young didn't have his best games against the Knicks. Why? Alfred Payton did a great job against him. Alfred Payton. See, I'm not going to say that word. Shut him down. And I'm being biased. I'm a Knicks fan. I'm sorry, y'all. He didn't shut him down. He contained him. Because prolific scores like that in the NBA, you can only contain. But, man, he did a great job against Trey Young. But the problem is, the last, couple, the last month of the season, Alfred Payton has been horrible. He looks like he's confused. He looks like he doesn't know his role. That's going to be the hard part. Does he get those starters minutes? Offensively, he looks like he's confused. Do we? Do we? I. Huh, that's gonna be a hard one. But listen, I don't, I don't expect nothing less from Julius Randle. I expect R.J. Barrett to, to show up. I expect the Knicks to ride this wave, I and mean, I expect the Knicks to beat the Atlanta Hawks. And head to the second round where they will play Philly. Oh, ooh, that's going to be a good one, too. But like I said, I'm, I'm sticking with the first round. Sticking with the first round. Now, listen, the next series at three and six is the Milwaukee Bucks and Miami Heat. I'm going to preface this by saying this. Will the Milwaukee Bucks? Step up and want revenge for what happened last year? Or it will be the same old party. The Heat bullying and shutting down the Milwaukee Bucks. 
Now, a big difference is Drew Holiday's in the party. He, Drew Holiday is in the mix. He could defend. He can make shots. He's a playmaker. He could open things up for Giannis. You know, easier than Eric Bledsoe did. Would that be the difference? Holly's more of a point guard. Will he control the game? Will he set it up? We're gonna see. Will Chris Middleton finally show his brilliant self, right? Mr. Hot Cold himself. Ah, one game, oh, it's Chris Middleton, he's the man. Oh, that's why they got him. Other times, like, where's Chris Middleton at? What did he do all day? You'll watch the whole game, like, what did he do? Nah, you need him there every day. Because the focus is all on the two-time MVP, Mr. Giannis Adetokounmpo himself. Wow, I'm, I like how Smoothie said his last name. Did he shut him down before? Did he played zone, packed the middle. They didn't let Giannis get on fast breaks where he's on. Like, don't let Giannis get on fast break. It's a freight train right to two points. They got back, packed that paint. Bam played his behind off. They shut them down. Understand that. Bam is back. Jimmy Butler's back. It's the same team. Will Giannis say, I want this more than them? Or will it be lockdown city for the heat? My personal opinion, even though Drew Holly's on the team, I don't think nothing's changed. You know, I think the Milwaukee Bucks are almost the same team. Like, you have a point guard that can set things up and control things, but Giannis still has to get out on the run. Giannis still has to have open lanes for him to be dominant. It's pretty much the same team. They were just more efficient this year because they, Drew Holly's better than Eric Bledsoe. The Bucks' main priority is getting out and running, and the Heat's too much of a discipline. Eric Bledsoe has them too disciplined on defense to let that happen. And I just feel like it's going to be the same results as last year. So I feel the Heat move on. I think it's going to be a great series because of the rivalry that's building between the two teams. And we love it, man. I love, listen, and these grind situations and these tough situations, Jimmy Puller shows his face, man. He's, he's outside, as they will say. He's not afraid of the moment. Now I need Chris Middleton to step up. For the Milwaukee Bucks sake, you need him to step up to show his 
skill and talent every day, every game in the playoffs. It's tough, yeah, but that's winning the championship is always tough. And your star players need to show up, not once in a while. Not Mr. You know, Mr. Hot Cold himself, like I said, one game, oh, wow, he'll show his brilliance another day, but like, mm, where is he? Where are you, Mr. Middleton? Now I feel that's going to be big in the series. But for my predictions, D-Chess, the Miami Heat move on to the second round. Now, for the last game in the first round, the last series in the first round, you got the Brooklyn Nets, <laughs> the championship favorite, by all sports books and betting books. And you have the Boston Celtics. All right, this is not going to be a long one. Brooklyn in five. Um, too much Durant, too much Harden, too much Kyrie Irving. Jason Tatum's going to do what he did in the playing game. One game. He's going to have one of the 50-point games, and that's it. I don't see Boston Celtics winning anything after that. They haven't been playing for Brad Stevens. There's no Jalen Brown. The fight hasn't really been there with the team all year. Kemba Walker, he's been hurt. So he has reared his head on the court all season. It's not enough. It's too much star power on Brooklyn, too much talent. It's three stars compared to one. And uh, Brooklyn wins it handily to get to the second round. Now, that completes my Eastern Conference first round coverage. On the next segment, I'll talk about the Western Conference. Discuss the big dogs in the Western Conference. Now, it, the Jazz are going to play the Memphis Grizzlies. The Memphis Grizzlies are on grind time. They're going to push the pace. They're going to play defense like they, get, they did against the Warriors last night. They're going to be in your face the all four quarters. It's going to be a team effort. But the Utah Jazz is just better. It, it, it comes a time where, you know, in the seven-game series, the most talented team was going to win. Well, the Jazz is the more talented team. And somebody put... I get the Grizzlies one game. There's no need for me to really go into that. I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked. Again, I say anything. I'll be shocked. Jazz. If the Jazz lose the series, but like I said, I don't think that's going to happen. I think there's really nothing to talk about. There's really nothing to discuss. Jazz are the better team. And they're going to move on to second round. Now.
Now, now, now. It's interesting, right? LA Clippers are being accused of ducking the Lakers. Let's not be the top two seeds in case the Lakers come in that seventh or eighth seed. They dropped the four to play the Mavericks. Now, I'm going to preface this. It will not be upset. The Clippers are going to win. All I'm going to say is, Clippers, be careful what you ask for. Remember, this is the same Maverick team that beat you by 51 points in the regular season. And you played everybody. You threw everybody at Luka. You couldn't stop him. They exposed you on the pick and roll all day, and Luka ate you alive. Obviously, the players are different, but let's not forget, they won the series 2-1. to 2-1. to one. Obviously, the 51-point game is more impressive because all their players played. Second one, Kawhi Leonard sat out. But you lost the series 2-1 to this team. Now, we're going to get down to the playoff aspect of it. It's a seven-game series. I... Luka Doncic is good enough to win two games himself. I don't know. I don't, I don't listen. He was built out of machine, man. He's a killer offensively. He's a killer offensively. He's a killer offensively. He does a little bit of everything. He, he kind of reminds me of a mixture of Paul Pierce and Jason Kidd. Nope. The pacing of which he does his scoring and, and, and the movements and the passing just like Jason Kidd. It, it, it's very impressive to look at. It's almost like this dude is going to be an MVP, MVP candidate for the rest of his career. You know, pending he stay healthy. But he's talented enough to win two games in this series. Now, like I said, the Clippers will win the series because, one, you got bodies on bodies to, to, to try to defend them. You got Paul George. You got Kawhi Lennon. You got one of the Morris brothers. You got Patrick Beverly. You could throw all those bodies at him in a seven-game series. You could mix it up. So, for me, the key for the Clippers is you throw those bodies at him, you slow him down because you can't stop him. One thing I noticed about you know today's NBA game, you can't stop the scorers. Oh no no no, you can only you know contain them, slow them down. Oh, you're not getting you're not getting thirty five. You're getting twenty five though. Not getting thirty five. Mm mm. Not getting an extra ten to take you over the hump to win the game. 
So S1 and 2 Porzingis is going to help Luka? Uh, I just don't think that Dallas is deep enough. Matter of fact, it's a five-game series. Wow. Uh, like I said, Dallas has played better than regular season, man. I, I think... I don't know, man. I, I, Porzingis has to play beyond his his means. And, 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 and quite honest, he hasn't stayed healthy to be consistent like that. Tim Hardaway Jr. has to play out his mind. Uh, I think it's too much Clippers, too much depth. The Clippers are deeper. They're a more veteran team. They've been here before. You can't tell me the Clippers aren't well-rested. They're well-rested. The veteran team well-rested. There should be no excuses of, I'm tired. You know, like I said, Doncic can be guarded by Paul George. And then the next day, you could put Kawhi Leonard. And then you could put Patrick Beverly on the next day. And the Clippers have a lot to prove. The Clippers, remember, they blew up by 51? I don't think the Clippers forgot that. I don't think they forgot that. Um... So I think the Clippers have a chip on their shoulder against this team, against Luka himself. Because he, he straight up owns you guys. But the Clippers are coming out to play. You know, and not, I feel the Clippers are coming out to play. I, I, all this talk about you ducked the, you know, the Lakers in the first round. Y'all could have been the number two seed, number one seed, but you didn't play your players. You sat everybody out. Which is, to me, honest, this is my opinion. I think it's true. Why would I want to play Lakers first round? I could play the clip. I could play the Mavericks. But like I said, be careful what you ask for. Like I said, they blew up by fifty-one. They won the series two-one. But like I said, it's the playoffs. A different intensity. The Clippers are well rested. You're gonna you're gonna see elite defense from Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, Patrick Beverly, those guys. I believe, and we've seen in the past, that Clippers team step up and play playoff basketball. Ah, on the other hand, the Mavericks can't can't Zingas stay healthy for a series. Help your man Luka out. You can't even play with him, right? Help him out. Help him out. Tim Hardaway can't be Tim Hardaway. You got to be... I don't know. You got to be more than Tim Hardaway. You got to play above who you are. It's the playoffs. You got to be more consistent with your shot. Not take bad shots. You also got to play loose. I feel Luke is good enough 
to win two games. And for them to beat the Clippers four times, those other variables have to play beyond their means. You may, you may need a 30-point game from Tim Hardaway Jr. Hopefully he gets fired up percolating like, so he could do that. I just think it's too much Clippers. The depth of that team, the, the too many veterans, and they're well-rested. And they're playing every day. And you have enough bodies, you have enough elite defenders on the perimeter to throw at Luka to slow him down. Like I said, he's good enough to win two games because those two games you might not be able to slow him down. He might drop 50 on you. But with a good team like the Clippers, you can't just have a punch's chance. You know? You, you, like I said, to me, the variable is going to be Porzingis, Tim Hardaway Jr. Who's going to step up from the Mavs and say, yo, Luka, I got your back? So, I think it's going to be a dog fight. I think it's going to be entertaining to watch. I say the um, Clippers move on to the next round. Now, this is why the Western Conference have all the big dogs. You got Denver versus Portland. This is... This is an interesting matchup. This one gives me a headache. Gives me a headache. Because you have the MVP of the league, Nikolai Jokic, the Joker himself. And a team that has played better, has elevated their game better after losing their second star player, Jamal Murray. Michael Porter Jr. is showing the all-star and, and, and the player that that one time was gonna be the number one overall pick until he got hurt. Um, they've been impressive. Now, since Murray not in, will Barton step up? Who's going to step up? Like I said, Michael Porter Jr. is an all-star, man. Like, he's... Who is going to step up? The Joker's going to be the Joker. Who is going to step up for the Nuggets? Not just the Joker on every night. Michael Porter has been outstanding. The, the overall team defense has been outstanding. They have stepped up since Jamal Murray is out. But Will Barton step up? And give them that outstanding percolating scoring. Get a bucket anytime you need it. Type mentality. 
because understand that you're going to have Aaron Gordon out there playing whoever is the perimeter player is you know, I don't expect him to score that much. I expect him to be out there guarding, playing elite defense. He, he has been playing since he came over to the um, Nuggets. You know, Paul Millsap is a veteran. He's going to play down low. He's going to play tough. But... Aaron Gordon's going to have to chase around or help chase around Damon Leonard and C.J. McCollum. Woof. Now, that's as better backcourt you got in the league. And I feel they're going to go right at Jokic on the pick and roll all day. All day. They're going to try to get him in foul trouble early. Um, can Nurkic step up? And Nurkic is a very good player. He's just a, a health problems. There's always, there's always something. He has a black shadow around him. There's always something. Broken hand. Twisted ankle. There's always something. Another thing Nurkic is going to have to do, stay out of foul trouble. Because understand that, Jokic is going to come straight at you also. Just understand that, the Jokic is going to... Listen, it's a bad matchup when you have two great guards like that. And a big man like Jokic had to come out and help on the pick and roll. Oof. It's going to be all day with Dane Limit and CJ. Like... That, that's, that's, I, I could imagine the whiteboard. <laughs> Whoever, Nurkic pick and roll, Nurkic pick and roll, Nurkic pick and roll, get Jokic out of the game. On the flip side, Jokic is going right at Nurkic, get him out of the game. That's a lot of fire in that backcourt. You know, and hopefully their size and length could help out with that. But having Jokic out there on the island phew, with those two threats, uh, they're too talented. They're too talented to let those opportunities go by and they're going to take full advantage of it. Now, this is where my confliction in this series is going to come in at. Is the continuity of the Blazers, of them playing for a long time together, going the best? The Denver Nuggets. That's a lot of firepower. On the flip side, that's a lot of dependence on Dame and CJ. But they get the big bucks to carry the team. Can Nurkic chase 
healthy in the series. Who will step up after Nurkic in the scoring count? You know? Will Michael Porter do it? Will, will Will Barton bring that same firepower? This one's a very hard one. Like You see the two intangibles right there. And it comes down to the talent, like always. But, like I said, I think... All year, Denver has been the better team. I think Denver has been the better defensive team. I think the trade for Aaron Gordon... Was amazing. Add more length. More athleticism. Because he could guard... Guards to to big men, and it was a great fit for him. So I'm going with the Nuggets to get out of that first round and be, and to beat Portland. The last series, the heavyweight, the heavyweight fight, the heavyweight matchup. You have the L.A. Lakers versus the Phoenix Suns. Chris Paul versus LeBron James. Uh, <laughs> now, I hate to say, I, I, I hate to say, ah, uh, to go against LeBron James, but. Man, listen. I think there's gonna be too much youth that had, under the guidance of a veteran. Hear what I'm saying? It's too much youth under the guidance of a veteran. It's not this bunch of youthful playing, going out there, play hard as you can with no identity. No, Chris Paul got them a well-oiled machine. Deontay Ayton's playing like an all-star. Devin Booker is Devin Booker. You got the other, you got other three-point threats on that team. It's a lot. And, and listen, the Lakers. Ha it's a lot, especially down the stretch. You see their youth; they come alive. They play all four quarters. Chris Paul, as his age, is still pushing the limit. And he's controlling these guys, being the general that he is. He's, you know, he's the reason that the Suns are that number two seed. He's teaching them how to win, teaching them how to be competitive. Now, the Lakers, the Lakers won that game against the Warriors, but they did not look impressive. They looked rusty. LeBron James was LeBron James. Nah, he wasn't LeBron James. He just had a good game. He had like a C-plus performance, but he still had a triple-double. He still impacted the game. still had the big shot. AD played a good game. Caruso. Oh, I can't say enough, especially during this time of the year, man. How the little things matter. His efforts, defense, energy, making energy plays. Um, Caldwell Pope is Caldwell Pope. 
hitting big threes. I feel like he's more comfortable than he is, you know, his last, his first year with the team. But will youthful energy under the guidance of Chris Paul excel against a veteran team like the LA Lakers? And I have to say, yeah, I think it will be too much running up and down the court when towards the end of the game. Now, like I said, I. I hate going against LeBron James because, first of all, I'm a fan. And yes, I think he's one of the greatest of all time. And yes, in moments when he's doubted, he has always come through. And this is one of the moments where I doubt him. Don't doubt him. I doubt the team as a whole. I think that Phoenix Suns team, like I said, under the guidance of a general, under a great leader like Chris Paul, pushes the pace on the Lakers, and it's, it's not going to be easy. And I feel like it's going to be overwhelming. Aiton can hang with Anthony Davis on the perimeter and in the post. Defensively, yes, defensively. Um, man, I, like I said, I hate to do this, but I feel like the LA Lakers do not get to get to defend their championship, and they lose in the first round to a youthful team under the guidance of a general. Phoenix Suns move on to the second round. That concludes my. First round coverage of the NBA playoffs. Till next time, fanatics.